Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. So if you identify as an empath, you identify as someone who gets emotionally dysregulated when you're at Target or places with like big crowds, lots of people because you're picking up on the energy. I want you to listen to this episode um, with an open mind (laughs) because I've had a realization over the past few weeks. A couple of weeks ago, I had someone say to me, Something along the lines of, will you take a deep breath? I can feel your anxiety. And one, I wasn't feeling anxious. I was feeling more so angry (laughs) in that moment. Um, But two, I had this flashback because I had said that same thing to a family member a couple years back. I remember it like it was like the exact same thing I had said. And I realized how invasive it is for empaths and highly sensitive people to be reading other people's emotional states all the time. And I also realized in that moment that I had stopped reading people's emotions because it felt invasive, one, And two, because I started to set energetic and emotional boundaries. And so if you are someone who feels really easily dysregulated when someone around you is feeling anxious, when someone around you is processing something, if you are someone who feels everything all the time, or if you're someone who can't hold space for other people because hard emotions make you really uncomfortable and you're so empathetic that you feel it so deeply when someone else is going through something emotional, I think there's a level of responsibility we have to take for that. And don't get me wrong, there are still times when I tune into people's energy, I tune into people's emotional states, it's not always intentional. Sometimes the emotion is just so big that we pick it up, right? Like there are times that definitely happens or if someone's projecting it out, I might pick it up. But one, I think it's really invasive. Like I said, I don't think it's fair to other people to not allow them to have their emotional experience, whatever, whatever that emotional experience is that they're having. It's intrusive. I felt that in that moment. I was like, oh my God, can I just feel like what I'm feeling right now without someone having to analyze it or someone else having to experience it? I don't want you to feel what I'm feeling. I'm having this emotional like reaction to what's happening right now, but you don't need to, you don't need to also experience it. 
and also for yourself, right? Like you don't need to have these emotional highs and lows just because people around you are constantly feeling it. And three, I don't think you can properly hold space for someone if you don't know how to not take their shit on. I think it's actually, I think we think we're going to be closer to people by understanding their emotional experience. But what I don't think we realize is that we don't have to take on those emotions and become those emotions and feel those emotions in order to understand their experience. So you're sitting here probably wondering how the hell do I change my emotional or like this, because no one really wants this like blessing and curse, right? Like we want to be able to regulate it. And this is a tool and a gift that many of us have. I think many of you who listen to this podcast probably have it. And I don't think we've been taught that we can actually regulate it and control it just like we can a psychic ability. So if you don't already follow me on TikTok, I talk a lot about different types of psychic abilities, how to tune into different frequencies. Um, We go through a lot of that over there on the TikToks. But one of the things I want to definitely continue to iterate is that you can turn off your gifts or use them selectively at any point in time. I remember I had a session with um, my Kashuk Records reader. I think she's like the second episode I ever had on the podcast several years ago now. And during that, she told me she would go out to dinner with her husband and literally spirits would come up to her at the table and try to have her deliver messages to family members who were also at, or at the restaurant. And she would tell them, no, I'm off duty and set boundaries with her gifts. Just because we have a gift doesn't mean we need to go around using it all the time. And I don't believe it's appropriate to use, especially our empathetic gifts, all of the time. And it's exhausting. Y'all, I could not go grocery shopping without feeling so fucking drained. So let me teach you what you can do to help regulate this. Number one, set the intention. So I think... If there's anything we know by now, it's that setting intentions can be so powerful for what we create. And if we can set the intentions that I do not want to tune into anyone else's energy, I only want to be aware of my own energy, I only want to be in tune with my own energy, we start to like communicate that not only with the universe, but also with our higher self and our subconscious. We're telling our subconscious and our higher self like, this is what's okay. And this is when it's okay for me to tune into these energies. And I don't really want to feel everyone's energy around me at target. So like, let's turn this gift off while I'm able to go around my errands. And again, it's a practice because if you've gone around your entire life, feeling everyone's emotions all of the time, it might not turn off or turn down exactly when you want it to, right? It's just like training a dog. I know that sounds like I'm training Dahlia right now, so I'm thinking about this, but like we're practicing recall at the park with a whistle. And the first few times I did it, she was like, what, why are you whistling mom? But now it's like on demand, she'll come, she'll get her treat and she'll go. Same thing with your subconscious. If you continue to tell it, I do not want to read the frequencies of the spaces I'm going into. I don't want to read everyone's emotions unless I'm intentionally doing so. It will start to respond that way. And I realize this is something that has happened for me is that I do not want to tune into people's energy unless I have their permission. And when we're reading rooms again, it's, it's without their permission. 
So now I've realized that the only time I really feel people's energy is when they're on a client session with me or I'm doing a client intake and connecting with their higher self and very intentionally asking for the information. The second way you can start to turn this down, turn the dial down, is by actually setting boundaries with people. Because here's the thing, when we're holding space for people, friends, family members, loved ones, there are gonna be people who just need you to listen and in doing so, they can feel through the emotion, they can process, and they can release it. Being seen is one of the most powerful things I think we can experience as human beings for our healing journey. Having someone see you and validate your emotional experience is so fucking powerful. And if I go to therapy and I tell my therapist, I'm experiencing this, this, and this, and she starts crying, now I'm having to comfort her. If she starts feeling what I'm feeling, now I have to comfort her. It's no longer about me releasing and processing this emotional experience so I can move through it. It's creating a roadblock, right? So we don't, we don't want to feel and take on everything that the people we love are feeling and processing. That being said, if it is something you love, it is normal to tear up and like, because you care about that person, right? It's a little different when you're working with a client because you're not so involved in their, their lives and you're not so like, you, you don't care, you care, but it's not such a deep care as like someone who's really, really close to you. Um, I'm just thinking about like, I have a friend who's going through a really hard time right now. And when I hold space for her, there are times where it's just like, I do, I do tear up a little bit and um, I can feel her pain and I can hold her in that pain but I care so much about her. It's hard for me to see her in such pain and I can do it because I know that I don't need to take that pain on for her in order to have her walk through it with a client. I promise we're, this is all going to come full circle with a client. I can hold them in that pain. I can see them. I can witness it. I can be there with them because I've gone to those depths within myself. I can hold space for someone emotionally because I have emotionally held space for myself, but I'm not taking that on because it's not mine to carry. And it doesn't actually serve anyone to take it on. I think we've like learned that because the second type of person who is going to share their experiences with you is not to process and like release the emotional experience. They just want to dump it on you. <laughs> they're like, here, I don't want this, have this. Or they're like, you feel bright and shiny. Let me plug into you. So that's the second type that where it's like, if you, if you're not, <laughs> if you're not clear about who those people are and there is a difference, you guys, there's a difference in intention of someone who is like, this is what I'm experiencing and this is hard. And this is what I'm experiencing. This is hard. And I either want you to feel as shitty as I do because this is my experience or I'm going to dump it on you. Cause I just don't know how to handle this my own, on myself or on my own. Um, and so we want to have energetic boundaries. And sometimes that means 
verbal boundaries. We're going to talk about energetics here in a second. That's another powerful part that I think has shifted this for me. Um, but when we have those clear boundaries for within ourselves and just knowing like, what's mine to carry? What's going to be helpful as a friendship? How do I hold space for people? What am I going to allow? Like, and knowing when to say like, Hey, I really love you and care about you. I see that you're going through a really hard time. And it also seems like to me, every time you bring this to me, there is this, every time you bring this to me or every time I'm feeling really good, you want to dump what you, what's hard for you onto me because you're going through a hard time, right? Like knowing what the, the situation is and, and setting boundaries with people or, Hey, I know you're going through a really time, hard time. I understand that this is difficult for you. And it seems like to me that we've been having this conversation for the past two years and nothing's really changed. I emotionally don't have capacity to hold space for this. So unless we can talk about something a little bit more positive, um, I need to limit my time in this type of energy because it's also bringing me down until I have better energetic boundaries. That would be how I would deal with the second, second type of person who is really just emotionally dumping um, to emotionally dump. So having boundaries, I've had to release people like this from my life. Um, it's okay to do that. If, if there, there is someone who really can't emotionally regulate at all and isn't seeking change. So I had a friend who every time they were upset or angry, it was like screaming. <laughs> Um, blowing up, no ability to regulate emotions. And despite me setting boundaries of like, hey, I can't communicate with you when you're in this emotionally charged place, it, it triggers me. Um, my nervous system shuts down. I'm just not able to communicate when you're in this heightened state. So like, until you can come to a more neutral place, like I'm not going to communicate with you. And ask this person to, you know, change their behavior, seek help for what was like causing the behavior. If that person's not able to change despite you setting consistent boundaries, that person no longer deserves access to your energy, especially if it's someone who is emotionally dumping because they're going to eventually just like wear you down that you have no energy for anything else because they're dumping so much of their own stuff onto you and they're not taking responsibility for their own emotional experience. So the last thing I want to talk about, so, so far we've talked about setting intentions, like telling is communicating with your subconscious and your higher self of like what you want to experience Two is holding space without with knowing that that's not always your pain to take on and carry. And then three is setting boundaries, actually like having the emotional intelligence to speak your boundaries into existence with people who are intentionally dumping and projecting. And then last is energetic boundaries. And you guys, I personally think this is probably the most powerful thing that has helped me in regulating my nervous system and not allowing every single energy around me to come into my field. So what I don't think I realize is that yes, I'm an empath and these energies are just kind of floating around. Like if you go into Target, you're picking up on the emotional frequencies of people who've been there in the past, entities that are hanging around there, people who are currently at the store, people who had a heated conversation there two weeks ago. 
these frequencies are in public spaces and these public spaces aren't being cleared out energetically. It's not like someone's going in and Palo Santoing and saging and, you know, bringing in light and <laughs> clearing the space and clearing the land. I don't know, maybe Target has a team to do that, but I highly doubt it. So you have these frequencies that you're picking up on. And when you're not protecting and sealing your energy and have it energetic hygiene practice, you're going to scan environments for frequencies and those frequencies are going to enter your energetic field. When you understand that you can clear your energy and you can seal your energy, <laughs> and then you can tell yourself not to pick up on frequencies when you're out shopping and it's just like not a convenient time to pick up on the fact that the couple next to you is having a heated argument. Well, I mean, if they're having a heated argument, you'd probably notice it, but like that they're, they're in the middle of a spat and that their energy is off between each other. Right. And they're not even saying anything, but you can just feel it like one total invasion of privacy. And two, like who the fuck has time for that? Protect and seal your energy. And if you do not know how to do this episode, Oh, I can't remember. Shoot. Um, I'll link it in the show notes. I have another episode on clearing your own energy and sealing your own energy. If you want to learn how to do this on a deeper level, I have a quantum clearing masterclass. It is a two part masterclass. It is so freaking good. You guys, it is one of my favorite creations because this is a tool that has literally changed everything for me. I can feel when someone is connecting with my energy, um, just in the most subtle ways. Like a few weeks ago, I had someone comment on a post that I had go viral and she was like, Oh, I can like read the, um, I always know what people's sun signs, moon signs and rising signs are. I can just like pick it up in their energy. And I, that I was like, Oh, you should do mine. Literally forgot about it. it was going around my night and then felt someone come into my field. And I was like, Oh, nope. Someone's in my field that I didn't like, <laughs> it did give permission, but like had forgotten like I do. And I was like, Nope, they can't be in here. And I, I kicked this person out of my field. When we're clearing and sealing, we can literally feel when anything comes into our field that is not ours and remove it really quickly so that we're not taking things on and internalizing things that aren't actually ours. I think so many of us think that we have these limiting beliefs or we have these limiting thoughts or that we just feel this way all the time. We're actually just picking up shit from people around us. So when we learn how to protect and seal our energy, um, it allows this empathetic gift to be intentional instead of dysregulated. It allows our nervous systems to regulate because we're no longer tuning into everyone around us. We're in our own energetic bubble. It's so powerful and so empowering. If you want to learn how to do this, go to shelbyrose.com forward slash quantum dash clear. I'm also going to put it in the show notes for you guys. It's $111 and it is going to change how you feel about moving through the world when you really understand how to clear and seal. Okay. That is all I have for you guys. I love you so much. Thank you for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode.